When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. On this episode of the OFNT podcast, I actually have some tech news to report. I give a brief history of Nokia's attempt at services, a roundup of podcast news, and other things. And I wrap it all up with a rant. Hit it! <laughs> Well, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the OFNT Podcast. OFNT stands for Old Fart, New Tech. I'm your host and resident old fart, Jim Shaver. And the new tech, at least for me, is this podcast. I hope you are doing well and having a great weekend. First order of business is a correction, as usual. Last episode, I highlighted two podcasts I enjoyed, Conspiracy Theory and Espionage. I stated they were part of the Procast Network. I must have gotten the name mixed up. My microphone is a Procaster, but the actual name of the podcast network those two podcasts belong to is called Parcast. P-A-R-C-A-S-T. All right. I'm going to do something a little different. Here's some political news. Impeachment trial summary. Democrats. Orange man bad. Republicans. No proof. Orange man bad. And that concludes my political news for this week. We'll move on to tech news. Remember Vine? It was an app that let you record a six-second video and was quite, quite popular until it was bought by Twitter. The app was killed by Twitter in 2017. According to Engadget, Dom Hoffman, who was a Vine co-founder, has released a new app called Byte, which is essentially Vine rebranded. Can Byte? Take back the Vine crown from TikTok? Is there any room for another short-form video app? I used Vine sparingly back when it first came out, but lost interest. It might be a case of too little, too late for this app, as TikTok seems to be picking up steam. Next from 9to5Mac, Apple's newest Safari technology preview release officially dropped support for Adobe Flash. Finally, 
Old Steve Jobs advocated for that many years ago. Flash was, and unfortunately still is, the preferred delivery vehicle for a host of malware and viruses. The internet is better off without it. This in from Reuters. Samsung, the world's top smartphone maker, said on Monday that it has named O Day Moon as its new mobile chief as part of a management shakeup. Moon is known for championing Samsung's shift to outsource more phone manufacturing to Chinese and other companies. This cut costs and enables Samsung to better compete with cheaper rivals like Huawei. Samsung has been pouring resources into its telecom network equipment business to capitalize on the security fears hobbling Huawei, its bigger rival. This is great news, and in my opinion, places another roadblock in China's drive to dominate and control the world's information stream. Also, more competition in this space is always welcome. Folks, the age of the smartphone is beginning to end. Apple has started to shift away from dependence on smartphones to drive profits, and more companies will join in on this trend. USA Today reports that Amazon's head, Jeff Bezos, had his phone hacked by Saudi Arabia. The WhatsApp Messenger was the delivery method used for this hack. The Saudis deny this, but of course they would. I used WhatsApp back in the Stone Age on my Nokia Symbian phones. I even sent an email to the then new company thanking them for not forgetting us Symbian users. I received a reply from Jeff Coombe, one of the co-founders, which said there was no need to thank them and was glad I found the app useful. As soon as Facebook bought them in 2014, I bailed. I moved over to Telegram and never looked back. Guys, use Telegram or Signal who are both independent and have a good track record. You'll thank me later. BGR is reporting that Google is working on nearby sharing, which is a clone of Apple's AirDrop. iOS users have had this feature for the last 10 years. It's used to transfer files from one iOS device to another. A video from XDA, which is making the rounds, purports to show Google's implementation in use. I've watched the video, and once set up in a rather lengthy process, it works just like Apple's version. Good for Android users. Apple may release a smart keyboard with a scissor switch designed for its next-generation iPad and iPad Pro models. This is according to MacRumors.com. Backlit keys are also going to be a feature on the new keyboard models, according to the report. That's no help for my legacy iPad Pro 12.9-inch model, and I'm still waiting for an iMac Magic Keyboard with backlit keys. I guess the wait will continue. I don't know why they just don't put out a keyboard model with this feature. It'll be an instant bestseller. Now we're going to Tech I'm Using. This is more tech I've used than tech I'm using. I'm going to tell the sad story of Nokia's attempt to fight the Apple juggernaut with the launch of its own doomed services, which they called Ovi. 
Ovi means door in Finnish. I was a user of these services and Nokia was ahead of its time. Ovi consisted of an email service at ovi.com, which was free, a streaming music service, which was a very reasonable $4.99 per month, and had a lot of European music not available on the competing services in this country. Ovi Maps, which stood toe-to-toe -to -toe with Google Maps and was actually ahead of Google Maps at that time, and the Ovi App Store. The App Store was the weakest link. Also included was Ovi Messenger. It was a complete package for the Nokia user. Far more complete than rivals, especially Android and Blackberry at the time. I made many friends in Europe, South America, and even Africa using the Messenger, as the Nokia community was strong and close-knit back in those days. I miss those days. Not so much in what was the largest smartphone market of the time, which was the U.S. They never really gained a foothold here. OV Maps were a joy to use, and I enjoyed using them when Google Maps failed on my family's iPhones. They had mass transit directions and walking directions when Google Maps didn't. Ovi Maps even started to implement Street View back then. The music service was well run and had a great algorithm for its recommendations. The email with its distinctive at ovi.com identifier was unique amongst the sea of Gmail addresses. Another advantage, or disadvantage depending on your point of view, was that Nokia didn't scan your email for targeted advertising. Privacy was a thing back then with that company. The messenger started off bare bones but was adding features at a breakneck rate. The app store however was a ghost town. The good apps were much more expensive than its competition's prices but you generally got what you paid for. When Nokia decided to go to the Windows Phone operating system the writing for Ovi was on the wall. Most of the Symbian developers jumped to Android and that killed the OV App Store. After Microsoft bought the phone business side of Nokia, the downfall accelerated. The first to go was OV Messenger, followed by OV Music. OV Maps became Bing Maps and OV Mail folded shortly afterwards. As one US-based Nokia influencer I used to correspond with said to me at the time, we had everything. I just don't understand this. He's now an Android influencer, specifically Samsung. Like me, he jumped to Windows Phone until that operating system's demise. Most Symbian users jumped to the Android side after Symbian, which doomed Windows Phone along with Google's refusal to put their services on the platform. I went to iOS to spite Google. Now you know the reason for my semi-hard-on for the former do-no-evil company named Alphabet. Let's get into some podcast news. This from the Podcast Business Journal. Headline, Spotify Launches Ad Insertion Technology. As Spotify makes podcasting more of a priority and continues to chip away at Apple, the company has launched Streaming Ad Insertion, a new proprietary podcast ad technology that will power Spot Spotify podcast ads. Spotify says its new technology will leverage streaming to deliver its full digital suite of planning, reporting, 
and measurement capabilities for Spotify original and exclusive podcasts. This article was published on January 8th, but things seem to have changed since then. My daughter and other listeners who use Spotify's free tier are reporting ads being inserted into this very podcast. Shouldn't independent and other creators get a piece of this pie? That being said, data is being collected on each user, which includes ad impression, frequency, which number of times a listener heard each ad, reach, and anonymized audience insights like age, gender, device type. I don't recall giving permission for Spotify to collect such data on my listeners. Are they trying to become Google Part 2? I'll be keeping an eye on this. Let me know if you are receiving ads while listening on Spotify. You can read the complete article on podcastbusinessjournal.com. Continuing with Spotify, they have just bought the podcast production studio Audity. This, according to Yahoo Entertainment. At this rate, there will be no independent podcast studios left in the near future. Yahoo News reports that Rolling Stone's frontman, Mick Jagger, founder of Rainy Day Podcasts, has inked a deal with Warner Brothers Digital Networks. The agreement ties Rainy Day to a slate of up to seven new podcasts based on original IP. This will include, but not limited to, scripted dramas or comedies, non-fictions or docu-series, and talk or discussion podcasts, according to the report. Well, yet another big-name celebrity joining the ranks of podcasting. For us independent podcasters, I advise everyone to try and find a niche so you can be heard. I know I'm looking for one. We're moving over to entertainment news. Lee Child, author of the Jack Reacher series of novels, has decided to step down and hand the writing duty off to his brother, according to the Guardian newspaper. I guess he's as tired of the formulaic series as I am. I lost interest in his novels long ago after more and more errors kept turning up in his work. These mistakes could have been avoided with the minimum of research. Television and movie rights money gives him plenty to live off, I guess. I guess this next item can't be considered entertainment. I'm calling it a royal mess. People here in the U.S. seem infatuated with the British royal family, so I'll jump on the bandwagon. The prince and princess won't get to keep their titles and will receive no royal money. They will also be stuck paying for the multi-million dollar renovation of their house. I hope Meghan Markle is able to score some jobs in Hollywood and pretty darn quick. No sympathy here. I'm introducing something new. I'm calling it Words of Impact. This will be about things people in my life have told me that made an immediate or delayed impact on me. First up, my grandmother. Though she had only a sixth grade education, my grandmother was one of the smartest people I have ever known. Here is one of her gems. During your whole life, a lot of people are going to think they are your boss. Some will be, but most won't. Instead of arguing with them, just agree with them and do what you think is right. True words of wisdom. 
I've avoided many arguments and fights by putting this into practice. Next week, I'll have some more words of impact. Now it's time for the rant. What's up with white males wearing shorts in the middle of winter? It can't be a comfort thing. I've heard people of different races commenting on this, and it's part of the why do white people questions you see on YouTube. I'm embarrassed by this and want people of different ethnicities to know it's not all white people. Just a select group of ignorant white males, seemingly in their late 20s to mid-30s, that make up the majority of people I have witnessed doing this. If I had to guess, most white people don't know why they do this either. Well, another episode in the can. If you are so inclined, contact me at ofntpodcast at gmail.com. Tell me I suck and suggest how I can improve. Stay away from Wuhan, China. If you don't know what I mean by that, listen to the January 24th episode of the Savage Nation podcast. Good luck, Eli. Thanks for the good memories. Be safe. See you next week. Hey, guys. Do me a favor. Get off my lawn. Take care. See you next week. I'm out. Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced from the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beet brand for heart health support. The new Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart-healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Superbeats Heart Chews Advance are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, get a free 30-day supply of Superbeats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. 
At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.